First of all, I'd like to apologize for taking way too long for this episode to come out. It's been like a month since I did the Scarface episode, which everybody was like super dope. So that's my first apology. I'm sorry for taking so long. My second apology is for in episode uh, Scarface. I noticed like, I don't know why I picked up this nasty habit of like fucking like sniffing my nose. So maybe you didn't realize it when you first heard it. But if you go back and listen to it now that I mention it, like every couple seconds, I'm like, uh, and then I'm like, in this garbage. But you know what I mean? I, don't, I wasn't, I don't even know. But I started doing it. It's like a fucking little habit I started doing. But I promise I'm not going to do it this time. No, I was kidding. So I really don't have an excuse on why I didn't record for like a month. I was just being lazy and I kept saying, oh, I'm going to do it later. Okay, I need to pick new movies. But in reality, I was just slacking. I was procrastinating. It was one of my flaws. I procrastinate. But I'll just work on that later. So a lot has happened in the month that I haven't I haven't spoke to you guys. You got X died, Jimmy Wapo, Anthony Bourdain, who's my second favorite chef. Anthony Bourdain died. I have one of his books. I mean, it probably doesn't matter or anything. But because I read his biography, I felt like I knew him. And I looked up to him. And I loved his shows because he wasn't, he wasn't like the you know the white uh, white coat chef that was proper. And you know you know I'm I'm referring to nah, I ain't gonna say nothing, but you know he wasn't like that old school kitchen chef. He was like, you know what I'm gonna walk around and eat food and do dope shit, which is in a way what I aspire to be. So the Doctor Devil Barber chef, the chef part aims to be. The chef that isn't the traditional chef, you know what I mean? I'm not that ratatouille head ass. I want to like walk around, tell jokes, and have a good time. If you don't know anything about Anthony Bourdain, he's he's a dope dude. He's a, he's a he's a bad boy, you know what I mean? He was dope. Uh, he passed away, suicide, unfortunately. But death is a real thing. Don't ever think you're gonna outrun it, right? That's why I tell you, you, you know, you got one chance. Make it make it count. Make your story worth worth telling. Maybe one day I'll tell your story. You never know. Just hang in there. The Incredibles 2 came out. That was dope. I saw that twice. Uh, Deadpool 2 came out. I don't know if I talked about that in the last episode, but that came out. That was dope. Uh, fucking Josh Brolin was dope as fuck. He was in, in uh, Infinity Wars. He was Thanos. And he was Cable. In the same weekend. Might have not been the same weekend. But, uh... That was dope, man. Both movies were amazing. Incredibles 2 was dope. Jurassic World just came out. I haven't watched that. I'm not too excited about that. I mean, it's whatever. I'll watch it for free. Shout out Universal Studios. No, I'm playing. But um, yesterday was July 4th. Naturally, today is July 5th. That's the way time works sometimes. So I, I didn't know what, what movie to do. I planned for... V for Vendetta, right? Well, I know, I'm sorry. I was going to do Count of Monte Cristo, which is in my top three favorite movies. But I'm going to do V for Vendetta because it, it, I guess it symbolizes like something to do with government. And I know that's very vague, but you know what I mean? Like, everybody's happy about, at least if you live here in the States, you love America. Everybody loves America. Hell, even people in different states love America. That's why, that's why people move here because of the glory, the the American dream. 
But then when you you move here, they, if you're illegal, they rip you away from your family. And then they have these little toddlers in court by themselves crying. They don't even know what the fuck a lawyer is. Anyway, I'm not going to go off on that. But just know that that did happen and is happening. There's little kids in court right now. Don't know what the fuck's going on, but have to be in court by themselves for whatever reason. Anyway, America is great. Mm. Most of America is great. And it's dope because you can literally do anything. A lot of people say money can't buy you happiness, but you can do a lot more with money. Me, I love money. Money makes me happy and the things I can do with it. I'm not I'm not a shallow person, only cares about money. There's a lot of things that like your your happiness, you know what I mean? And by that I mean like the things that make you happy. Duh. Like uh, I'm rambling, but I can't just go back to the movie because I I drifted too far off. Now I have to find my way back. But I'm saying is you can make you you can do a lot more things and help more people with money. That's what I'm saying. So V for Vendetta, right? Uh so, Reef of Vendetta takes place in London, and it's in the future, and it's dope. But the reason it's not dope for America is because America kind of doesn't exist anymore. America's, like, fucked. It's, it's in shambles. So, the movie starts off sexy-ass Natalie Portman. She's, like, getting ready to go out. She's in her fucking little-ass, like, room in London. And she's like getting dressed and shit. And she's going to go visit her buddy who, because she works at a TV station. She's going to go visit her buddy who's like the future ju- future London Jimmy Fallon. He's like the late night host and he's super funny and super popular. But the thing is about the TV, the government, uh, the, the, the position is the high chancellor. That's like the president, the ultimate boy. You know what I mean? Like he, he's, he has the final say on everything. So... The high chancellor, he's very strict about what you can watch. Like, this whole future, the government runs everything. They control everything. There's vans on every corner, and they can listen inside your house. They listen to what you talk to your family about. And if you say something out of line, something against the government, these guys called fingermen, who are, like, pretty much these these cops, they come in, fucking black bag you, you know what I mean? Put a a bag over your head. No one ever sees you again. So... The government is very controlling, right? You're not allowed to say things. You're not allowed to see things. You're not allowed to react. You're not allowed to be your own person. There's curfews, and Natalie Portman's getting ready, and it's curfew time already. So you're like, "Where's the bitch going? It's curfew. You can't go out, girl." But she's getting ready, right? And she like she starts walking down the street. You know, she's ready to go to her friend's house, and she sees two fingermen, right? Two cops. And she's like, oh, shit. She tries to dip into an alley. And they're like, hey, Mace, where you going, Alo? I don't know. I don't know what they say. They're like, where you going? And uh, he's like, oh, uh, my uncle's pretty sick, so I, I'm going to go visit him. He's like, well, you know it's late, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just didn't realize uh, it was fucking late, and I'm sorry. I, I'll go back home. He's like, nah, 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 nah. Oh, the phone. And they're like, well, how about that? And there's like two of them, right? Because like, she tried to run into the alley, and one dude came up from behind him. Well, from behind her, and the other dude was chasing her in there, and then another dude comes out from the side alley. So he's like, "How about we do it, stupid, whatever?" Right? They're like, "Gonna rape her," because these dudes are kind of rapey. And they're in the alley, right? And she's like, "No, no, no, don't do that." And like, she tries to like swing her purse and fight him real quick, and they're stronger than her, and they're holding her. Like, "Nah, we better finger you or some shit," because we're fingermen. 
So, right when it happens, a dark silhouetted figure comes up from around the corner. And there's like fog, and there's you only see the silhouette because there's light behind him, right? And he's like, "May I suggest you unhand her?" So, I don't know what he says, right? He's like, and then uh, he steps into the light, and he's he's dressed kind of like Zorro, right? All black, black boots, black pants. He got a black cape, black Zorro sombrero, but he doesn't have a face. He has a mask. A Guy Fox mask, and you probably seen this mask everywhere, and it's like the anonymous mask. You know what I mean? The guy, you know what I mean? It has like it's like all white, sharp chin, uh, fucking mustache and little thin beard, right? It's the Guy Fox, and the reason this is important because Guy Fox, 500 years ago, was was known for the gunpowder treason, and when the, at the start of the movie, it shows gun the fucking dude, Guy Fox. He's like carrying wheelbarrows of like TNT and dynamite under the fucking like these tunnels and so what he was going to do is he was going to blow up parliament which was like this building where all the government takes place so it would be like our capitol hill or uh white house almost you know what I mean like these uh presidential monuments so he got caught on November 5th so because of that November 5th was a big thing. Like, yo, this dude trying to blow up parliament because he he didn't stand for the government. He won't have any shit. And then, like, the years go by. People celebrate it. People celebrate it. And then people stop. People just were okay being taken advantage of by their government. And this dude, right, V, he wears the guy. This dude's uh, the, the silhouetted figure yet just came in. His name is V. He wears the mask re- representing Guy Fox and what he did back in the day. And he says... Remember, remember the 5th of November with gunpowder, treason, and plot. I see no reason, whatever, whatever, this treason or the 5th of November should be forgotten. I know that wasn't as smooth as it did in the movies, but I didn't watch it just recently. Anyway, so he comes out of the shadows, right? And they're like, hey, man, bug off. Uh, I don't know what it is, whatever they say. And he's like, nah, G. So he pulls out like these daggers out of like, he has like a bunch of daggers in his vest. And he pulls them out. And he fucking starts, like, slicing these niggas up, like, fucking them up real quick. Boom, boom, boom. He, like, knows karate. And this dude's strong as fuck. He, like, backhands one of them. And the dude goes flying into a brick wall and knocks all this shit down. So they all knock the fuck out. And then uh, uh, Natalie Portman's on the ground. And the dude's smooth as fuck, right? V, uh, he has, like, this sweet, deep, like, raspy English accent. Like, if you have, if, first of all, if you have not seen this movie, this movie is in my top three movies. This movie is so good. Like you, you feel, you feel better after you watch this movie. You know what I mean? So if you haven't seen this movie, I hope that this podcast, this episode, persuades you. And uh, you know, it's a suggestion. I'm not, I'm not ripping off these movies. I didn't write these movies. This was a movie made by, uh, uh I don't know who made it. Right? Be from that. Nelly Portman's in. But I'm suggesting you to go watch it because it's dope. So V, he's a. Uh, He's like, yo, you all right? It's, but it's in a smooth English accent. Picture my voice, but with a smooth English ex- accent. I'll work on it one day. Maybe I'll have a smooth English accent. And she's like, yeah, I'm all right. And he's like, uh, what's your name? Oh, my name's Evie. He's like, what? Really? He's like, yeah, what, what, what do you mean? What, why, why you react like that? And he says, I like God don't play with dice. And I don't believe with coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe that we met for a reason. And she's like, are you like a crazy person? He's like, I'm sure they will say so. And he says, she says, who are you? And he's like, well, it's kind of dumb that you're asking a masked person who he is. But 
And then the the one of the best parts of this movie happens. He sa- he says like this this speech, and it's all in you know his voice with the English accent. And every letter, every other letter starts with the letter V. I can't do it. I would not be able to do it justice. Right? This speech is so great, so grand that you. I'm telling you, if if you if all, of all the movies that I, I I narrate and I tell, this is the number one. Well, one of the top three. This is one of the movies that you should go see. So. He does this speech, right? And he's like, I'm the vigilantly of the various... And at the very end, he says, But you can call me V. Do you like music, Evie? Yeah, I suppose I do. Like, do you want to come with me? I'm going to go listen to some music real quick. And she's like, uh, okay. Um, so she fucking goes. And they start, start walking towards the fucking alley they're in the alley so they start going like up fire escapes and shit and they get to the roof right and she's like looking around like uh what what is going on and he's like he pulls out like a little conductor wand he's like oh just hold on i'm about to start right and in the distance you see i don't know i don't know the name of their symbol right so you know how we have here in america we have like lady liberty or lady justice right and she's blindfolded and she's carrying a scale and on one she has like books and you know she she, just symbol and then we have lady liberty out here on liberty island in new york and she she has like a torch and then she has like some books and and she represents the freedom liberty it was given to us by the french those are symbols of the united states right of the system that we have here in the united states so they they have their version right and in the distance you see it and so V, he's tapping his uh, conductor's wand. He's like, tap, tap, tap. and he starts like waving it around, like music's playing. And she's like, what? Evie's in the back. She's like, what the fuck? Like, and then she, little by little, uh, over the speakers, the same speakers that that tell you at the end of the day, everybody get the fuck inside. It's curfew, but in English, right? English accent. And like, everybody get the fuck inside. It's fucking curfew. So, those same speakers that the government controls you with and tells you what the fuck to do, they st- that's where the music coming from. And he's like, and then and Nick, Evie's like, yo, what the fuck? This nigga's actually playing music. He's like, and so like the music keeps going. And when the music like hits its highest point, the fucking building, the fucking monument that they were just looking at fucking explodes and fireworks go everywhere. And Evie's like, oh shit. And she fucking like runs down the fucking stairs because she like, what the fuck? This nigga just blew some shit up. She like runs all the way fucking downstairs and like runs all the way back home. And V's just like laughing, right? He's like, ah, <laughs> laughing, right? Crazy ass motherfucker. And then it ends. And then Evie's like, she just fucking goes home, goes to sleep, pretends it never fucking happens. So then Evie wakes up the next day. She goes to work. She works at a TV station, right? She's like uh, the male girl. So she's like w- walking around the TV station and she goes, she meets up with her friend who's the fucking London, future London Jimmy Fallon, right? And he's like, oh, what happened? Why didn't you come over? He's like, oh, man, I got caught by some finger man. And, you know, some crazy ass shit happened. And she was about to tell him. She was about to tell him what the fuck happened. But she had to go deliver some mail or some dumb shit. So she's delivering mail. And but what she doesn't see is that the boxes that she's delivering is like these big ass FedEx boxes. Right. She's delivering, drops them off in the room. And then she drops off the boxes. And then she goes back to her desk or whatever. And then when they open, they open the boxes. She sees, and it's the fucking Guy Fox mask that one V was wearing the night before. So before she saw V, no one's ever wore these masks or nothing. I even I think even before in our world, 
here. And no one's wore those masks before this movie. Because after this movie, I'm telling you, it wakes something up. You're like, you know what? I ain't with that party, fam. And we'll talk about that after after the movie. So she looks at the mo- uh, at the mask. And she's like, oh, damn, that's crazy. And the dude's like, what's crazy? He's like, oh, nothing. I just saw this mask the other day. He's like, oh, word? He's like, what happens? Like, oh, uh. and she's about to start telling him, but... She has, like, the fucking TV people, they're like, hey, you're just a male girl. Get the fuck out of here, loser. But in London accent. So she goes back to her desk, and she doesn't realize that V, the dude she was just with last night, is in the building again. And, like, this time he goes to where they're recording. The news people do their news live. And, you know, everything's very censored because the high chancellor, who's the dude in charge, he, he watches all that shit. You're not allowed to do nothing without his say-so. But V breaks into that bitch. And he fucking locks the door closed. He puts, like, a, a charge on it so it fucking, like, welds shut. And he fucking, like, holds the whole room hostage. And, like, nobody realizes this because they're supposed to be doing their own live show. But, like, V, he puts, like, a... It's kind of funny because this movie's, like, from 04 or some shit. Early 2000s. And he has, like, a little CD, like, for the Game Boys. Or not Game Boys, uh, the GameCube. So he puts that shit in the CD player and she starts playing, right? So now it shows... And because everyone has to watch the news in this world, like, in the future... Like you're for like you have to because the government says so. You have to watch the news. So everything, whatever the news plays, it plays on every fucking screen in the world. So like they have like giant TVs outside, like in a like in a downtown like city area. They have everybody's fucking TV goes whenever the news plays. So since V got the news place hostage, they they're all watching his message, and he starts right. It's V standing, and behind him is like these red curtains, and he's wearing all black, except for his uh. Uh, except for his mask, right? So he starts, and he's like, I'm the one who blew up the building yesterday. My name's V. But he's, you know, it's, it's smoother because he's a dope, he has a dope English accent. I don't, I, I can't, I can't. I don't do that. I, 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 I don't have it. Not yet. So anyway, so V, he's going on, and he's like, uh, the reason I blew it up is because I feel that the government has overstepped their boundaries. If and you know like, oh, man, this is so dope because, like, without realizing it, you see that V is a revolutionary, right? So he's like, you know what? Enough is enough. If the government has no place for his people, the people have no place for the government. It's pretty dope, right? I think uh, um, uh, Emiliano Zapata said that back in the day, because this thing, this isn't new, right? It's not gonna happen in the future. Maybe it's something that's happening right now. It's definitely something that happened in the past. And they said, nah, you know what? Uh-uh, G. I ain't with that party. So, they fucking, um, he's telling them, he's like, yo, I blew that shit up because they're fucking you over, man. They're fucking me over by, by, by giving us curfews, telling us what to think, what to say, how to feel. Nah, nah, it's not, that's not what it's about. So, if you feel as I feel, if you think what I think, a year from now, because it just happens to be the 5th of November. So he's like, if you feel the way I feel, stand with me. At the On the 5th of November, stand with me in front of Parliament. Parliament is the building, you know, the, the, the building that represents the government. He's like, stand with me a year from now in front of Parliament. And blah, blah, blah. He goes on a little more, and that's it. He tells him. So then, like, while, they, while he's, uh, he's telling the message... Everybody, like, in the TV station, they're like, what the fuck? He's, he's taking over the news room. And everybody's, like, trying to, like, 
break in. There's cops, cops and firefighters are all there. And they're all trying to fucking like break back into the room. Like take the room back. But the fucking, you know, ain't nobody having that shit. Well, the they can't because it takes so long. So remember how I said the fucking V, she delivered a box. And in the box is uh, all the V masks, right? And pretty much the V, it had like black capes and masks. So while V was in there, he put black capes and masks on everybody. So when the cops finally busted in, like as soon as his message end, ended, when the cops finally busted in, everybody, everybody was wearing the Guy Fox mask. So they're like, oh shit, how do we know it's the right one? And one dude comes out and they fucking, uh, they blast his ass. Bah, 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 bah. But it turns out that was just like one of the dudes. They didn't know that uh, everybody had them shits on. So they're like, oh fuck, we just saw one of the niggas that were here. So they're like, oh fuck. So like while that was happening, V... Beats up a couple niggas on the, on the side and he dips out, right? Nigga smooth as fuck. He dips out. He's like walking down the hallway, confident as shit. But there's two cops that the TV, that the show focuses on. And it's like an old ass detective, right? Salty dog. Niggas been through it. He's seen, he's seen shit, right? He's experienced. He's weathered, salt and peppered. And then there's a new, new detective. He's like his buddy. And they're both competent detectives. And they're both. And the old detective, he just happens to go out this way. And the young detective is waiting in the, in the lobby. And while that's happening, that just happens to be where Natalie Portman was walking by. So V, he tries to walk out real smooth. And the young detective like, freeze. I got you right now. So he's like, V like stops. And he's like, I'm about to kill this dude because he doesn't know what the hell to do. And but Evie, she's like behind him. And she pulls up like a, a fire extinguisher. And she fucking knocks out the, the fucking... The detective, right? Or she like pepper sprays his ass or some shit. I don't, I don't remember exactly what she does. She like pepper sprays his ass, and then uh, the fucking the dude was able to knock her out with like a fire extinguisher or some shit. So Evie passes out. Detective passes out. So now V's like, okay, I could either run, and he looks at Evie on the ground. He's like, and he takes her, right? He takes her to her secret, la- his secret lair. So he's in a secret lair, and she wakes up. She wakes up, like, in this room, like, this little bedroom, and it's full of, like, books, and it's, like, a nice homey bedroom, like, it's nice, soft, and, and there's breakfast cooking, and there's music's playing, and V's in the kitchen, and he's wearing, he's wearing his mask, his wig, he wears, like, a, a black wig, like, straight hair, kind of looks like Edna Mode from, uh, <laughs> Edna Mode, but her hair's longer, so, so dude's cooking breakfast, right, and she comes out, and she's like, oh, sorry, uh, I I I don't you know whatever. Oh, what are you making? And he's making like these little, these uh, these, it's like a slice of bread, cuts the center out, and he puts an egg in there, cooks a little egg, and he's like, oh, these are called eggies in a blanket. That dope as fuck. So she sits down and she's like, oh shit, are you all right? And she sees his hands, and his hands are all burned to fuck, right? They're burned up. He's like, oh yeah, uh yeah, I'm fine. I hope I didn't put you off your appetite, right? He's very polite. V's V's a really nice guy. He's a stand up guy. And she's like, you all right? What happened? He's like, oh, it was it was a long time ago, you know. Oh, man, a long time ago. It was an accident. It was a fire. He's like, oh, shit, you all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. It's cool. So she sits down and she's like, she eats the breakfast. She eats the bread, right? And she's like, oh, fuck, bro. This shit good. Oh, my God. Right? Girls love dudes that can cook. Anyway, she's like, oh, man, is this real butter? And she's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, where the hell you get butter from? Like, it was a ban- it was banned from from for anybody to have real butter. He's like, oh, I stole it from one of the high chancellor's trains when it was getting delivered. 
He's like, what? You stole it from the high chancellor? And he's like, well, you can't steal it if it wasn't his. So, yeah, I took that shit. All this shit. Like, and it shows his house, right? And his house is dope as fuck. He has, like, it's like a museum, right? He has, like, suits of armor. He has, like, butterflies in the cases. He has, like, old pianos. He has, like, beautiful rugs and, and like, old sculptures and shit and paintings on the walls. In the, in the, and it's, like, an underground, like, the walls are made of stone and everything's, like, arced and it's dope, right? It's dope as fuck. I'm telling you. You should watch this movie. It's, it's awesome. So she's like, uh, can, can, can I go home now? He's like, no, <laughs> you can't. He's like, what? Why? I, I won't tell on you. He's like, no, I know you You wouldn't want to tell on me, but you know where I live. And he's like, I don't know where you live. Like, I mean, I don't know. He's like, well, you know the color of the walls. You know what's underground. And even for a dumbass detective, that's enough to, enough to find me. So he's like, so what So what do you want me to do? He's like, you're going to have to stay here until my, I'm done with my plans <laughs> next November. And he's like, what? That's a whole year. No, what am I supposed to do? This and that. And he fucking, they, uh fucking she's like she cries she goes and she's like she doesn't want to be part of it and then it cuts away to the detectives right the old detective and the new detective and he's like yo man there's something going on man i don't you know the old detective you have a hunch that's how you become a detective they ask you if you got a hunch you got instincts right putting shit together so he's like you know what there's like this thing and it's uh it's called black mary black mary saint mary's i think it's called and well, let me just go ahead and tell you like the overall of this story, so I'm not cutting back and forth like in the movie. I'm just gonna give you the stories, right? The story arcs. So the reason London is so is like the main country in this in the world now, because there was an outbreak, right? And a virus outbreak. And London was where it came from. St. Mary's. It was a, it was a hospital. There was poison. And there, was, there was chemicals in the water, and the only person that had the cure was this like small pharmaceutical company. And the people that worked there, so say there was like five people that worked there. They were kind of like the main people of that small business that created, that created the thing. The leader of those five people is now the high chancellor, the main dude in charge of everything. The, the people, the dude in charge of like security at the little pharmacy, he's now in charge of the military, right? The dude that was in charge of this, he was another security dude. He's now like, it's called the voice of Britain, right? And this dude's like the, the big time, like, like tv dude right he's like he runs all the tv and then there's like there was a nurse and there was someone else and you know whatever so the detective was like how are those people from that small pharmaceutical company they're now the richest people in the world right they're the most powerful people in the world what happened how did they get there and then like pretty much what happened is like the pharma pharmaceutical company they were experimenting illegally on humans and they were experimenting and they kept dying, right? They kept, humans kept dying. And they were working on viruses and eventually they created one and it killed everybody and they had the cure for it and they put it in the water and it killed like all these kids at a fucking school and it was called like uh, St. Mary's, right? The St. Mary's school, like 30 kids died and then they released the virus, right? So now the fuck, like America, like all the Americas, right? South America, North America, all them shits. They had the viruses and they wanted, like London was the only, you know, the little company, London, they're the only ones with the cure. And they said, yo, the dude said, if you make me high chancellor, I'll give you the fucking, I'll give you the cure. And then you make my people put them high on top, right? They had like a, a little, like a priest there. He's now like the, the, the top dude, right? He's like the Pope, the archbishop or some shit. And he's like, you make all my people powerful as fuck. I'll give you the cure, right? So he did that. He like finessed him. He's, he's on top. And like 
He didn't help America. He didn't help Russia. He only helped himself and his people. So now London's on top. That's why there, there was a World War III and London was the only one I right because they had to cure. It was chemical warfare, right? So that's St. Mary's, right? So the detectives were looking at this shit and they're like, I wonder what the fuck's going on here. What? You know what I mean? They're trying to piece it together. I just told you everything. In the, in the, in the, in the movie, you got to wait to the end to put all that together. But so save some time. You know what I mean? You probably got places to go. Probably about to go to sleep. Maybe you're getting ready for work. And you know what I mean? You don't want to have this on your mind all day. All right? I'm going to go ahead and give you the scoop. So St. Mary's, right? They were experimenting on people. And then it shows like they have a couple doors. And the first one is like in Roman numerals. One, two, three, four, five. And the Roman numeral for five is a V. That's where V was at. V was an experiment. That's why his hands were burnt. That's why his whole body. That's why he doesn't show his whole body because he's all fucking like deformed and shit. He, he's still shaved like a like a man, but he's, like, his skin's all fucked up. So once once they found out about the cure and all this, they burned the hospital and they killed everybody in the fucking. They they burned the whole shit and they left everybody there to die, except from the ashes rose V, and he was stronger than other humans. He was a one patient. That was showing results and he was getting stronger and doing this. But since there was it was time for them to bail, they burned the hospital, left him for dead, but he ain't die. So he came up, right? Through the fucking fire. Boom, screaming, right? Like Deadpool, right? So and that's the scoop. That's the whole story on the pharmaceutical side. All these people that worked in the pharmaceutical spot, now they're on top. Now V, he's now nowadays, and he's fucking He's, he's doing his plan against the government, which he hates, right? Because the government's fucking people up. So, Evie, she's like, no, I can't be here for a year. That's too long. No, she's out of here. So then, like, she comes to her senses, and uh, she's like, you know what? All right, it's cool. I'll help you. So, she's going to help him kill people. Pretty much what, what V is doing, he's going to kill the five people that are in charge of everything. Because, for whatever reason, it's a vendetta. It's a revenge. It's vengeance. That's why he's doing it. And I love a good revenge story. So Natalie Portman's helping him. And before Natalie Portman helps him, fucking V, or V, yeah, he takes her badge. Because, you know, she works at the uh, TV station. Takes her badge. And he sneaks into the to the fucking, what did I say? The voice of Britain? The fucking dude that's like the giant TV show guy. And he sneaks into his house using her badge. He fucking walks in there while he's taking a shower. And the dude's like fucking, like a douchebag, right? He's like. Getting ready for a shower. He's doing like a bunch of pills, taking a shower. And he's like watching his own recordings and like, like repeating what he's saying and like super conceited, right? Kind of like how I do with this podcast when I'm in like, I'm in like in the car listening because I want to hear you too. You know, it's funny. Like I didn't record for a while. So I listened to my own episodes, my podcast. And I'm like, damn, man, these are pretty good. I want to watch another one, but I can't because I have to make it. So, you know, I'm doing it now for all of you and for me. So dudes in the bathtub and then. The lights shut off, right? He's like, who the fuck? And he turns around and V's standing right there. And V drops like a rose. It's a beautiful rose. It's called a Scarlet Rose. Or a Scarlet Johnson? A Scarlet Johansson? Now I don't remember what they're called. It was, I think it's called like a Scarlet Rose. I'll... No, nah, I won't check it. So, Scarlet Rose, right? Beautiful ass rose. He drops it, right? And he's like, something, something, whatever. Time to die, dog. And the dude's like, it's you. It's you from the factory or from the pharmacy, from the, from the clinic. And V, like, poisons him or some shit. Or, like, stabs his ass, kills his ass, right? Boom. One more dead. V leaves. 
fucking wakes up next uh evie wakes up the next day she's like, all right i'm gonna help you he's like, all right cool i need you to dress up like this and we're gonna go do something so the cops are like damn bro this dude uh the cops the two detectives the main ones they're focusing on they're like yo the, the voice of britain bro that dude just died he just fucking they found him in his fucking fucking shit and then they were like yo he's he died how oh he, this and this rose was there and this and that and they're like oh really and that's when they're piecing together oh man this dude used to work at this pharmacy this pharmacy clinic and so yo and now he's like super rich and then like they found that out about other people so now natalie portman's gonna find there she's helping him and they're gonna kill the archbishop right it's like this pope pope ass nigga right so this pope ass nigga he's like he just finished talking at some church and uh, his buddy's like, uh, sir, there had to be some changes made to the request you made. They, they didn't have any young boys. He's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, they sent over a girl. I hope she's not too old. And he's like, a girl? All right. So pretty much like sex slaves, right? So he goes into his room and it's Natalie Portman, right? And if you thought Natalie Portman was sexy regular, she's dressed up like this little like cheerleader type thing, right? She was blessed. No, I'm just saying. So she's in there. She's dressed like a little, like, like cheerleader with pink and shit. And the archbishop's like, oh, no, that's this will do just fine, right? And so he wants to see, he sits on the bed. He's like, do you want to confess your sins, child? And she's like, sir, uh, I have to tell you, there's a dude on his way to kill you. And uh, he he sent me, but I'm trying to tell you so you don't fucking die. And he's like, oh, I love a game. And the dude's thinking it's like some kind of sex game. But she's like, no, for real, for real, this dude's trying to kill you. Uh, I left the window open, and he's going to jump in here and try to kill you. He's like, oh, yeah, tell me more, tell me more, right? And right when it happened, fucking G, uh, V, he jumps off the fucking, off the roof, lands on the balcony through the window, slides in through the window, and he's like, ha-ha, he's about to kill this nigga, right? And the dude, Pope's like, huh, she was telling the truth. And V's like, he looks over at Evie real quick, and she's like, I'm sorry. And she, like, fucking runs out the door. And she runs out the fucking door, like, out of the fucking church and the building. And she, like, runs all the way down the fucking block. And she goes straight to her, her friend's house. The fucking TV guy, the future London Jimmy Fallon guy that she was going to meet up with in the beginning, who's her buddy. She's like, she goes, and she fucking, he's like, yeah, yeah, come in. What are you wearing? What the fuck? He's like, yeah, I just need help. He's like, all right. So, fucking V stays there, and he fucking, like, he's, like, looking at the Pope, and he's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Stabs his ass. Dead. So then he fucking dips. He he hides from the guards and leaves. And then he goes back to his house uh, all the fucking, all alone, right? He's sad because low-key, he was kind of falling in love with Natalie Portman, Evie. So then it shows Evie. And Evie's at her friend's house. Uh, I think his name is like Gordon, right? Because future London Jimmy Fallon is kind of long to say. So she's at Gordon's house. You know, that doesn't have the same kind of ring to it. So future London Jimmy Fallon's house. And she's talking to him. He's like, yo, uh. Man, I was kidnapped by this dude, and, uh, you know, shit was wild, bro. I don't know. She was crazy. He's like, oh, don't worry. He's like, why are you helping me? You know, if I get if I get caught in here, they're going to they're gonna kill you, and they're going to arrest you. He's like, trust me. You're the last thing that I'm worried about them finding. He's like, what do you mean? And they fucking, they show, she, he has, like, this secret room, right? And inside the room, it's, like, all these things that are banned. So, it has, like these posters and like all this like artifacts well from like nowadays that in the future would be considered artifacts you know what i mean and then in the center he has like a quran and the quran is like uh the bible for i don't know muslims is that right i don't want to bash anybody's religion but it's a quran right and she's like oh i didn't know you were i didn't know you was muslim fam he's like no i'm not but like i don't have to be muslim to enjoy this or to like enjoy his beauty 
And, you know, I think that's pretty deep because, you know, he's not Muslim. And, you know, you don't have to be a religion to respect their shit or maybe to think their shit's beautiful. You know what I mean? That's kind of woke, bro. This whole movie is woke. Woke as fuck. If you want to be woke, watch this movie. So, she's like, damn, you're right. I'm, la- I'm the least of your worries. He's like, yeah, so don't worry. Like, just go ahead and chill. So, she's chilling. She goes to sleep. And she wakes up. And, like, it's almost like the same scene from the fucking... When she woke up with V, there's music playing. It's actually the same song playing, and he's making breakfast. And he's actually making the same kind of breakfast that the the eggs in a blanket, the one where it's like the sheet, I mean the the bread, and inside is like the eggs cooked. So they're fucking eating that shit, and it's kind of suspicious. And she's like, "Yo, this is crazy because I had the same thing when I slept with him, or when I <laughs> when I slept over there." And he's like, "Oh, word. Well, that's because I'm the killer, or I'm that nigga, right?" But he was just playing it. It's not really him. He nigga way too fat. So, he goes to work, and she's like, yo, he's telling her, he's like, yo, you better watch this show tonight, because I'm not going to fucking do the script that they told me, that the government told me to do. I'm going to do another one, and it's going to be me, and it's going to be cool, and, and like, I don't care what happens. And then she kind of talks to him, he's like, word, aren't you scared that they're going to fucking kill you and this and that? And he's like, nah, they ain't going to do that shit, nigga, I'm way too popular. And then, right, like, before they start talking about that, it's, it's kind of like, gives you an insight of what's going on. Like, in this future, you're not allowed... To be gay. So if you're gay, you get taken away. That's one of the things. So the fucking future London Jimmy Fallon, he's gay. And that's the reason he invites girls over to his house, like, to keep up appearances. It's not because he likes these girls he's trying to fuck. Like, he has to because he's, you know, someone's always watching you. And Nellie Portman, when she was like, she's not gay, she's just straight. But when she was talking to V, V asked her, like, who are your parents? And they're like, oh, my parents were activists. And they were, you know, they would protest all the time. And they would stand up for things that were wrong. And my dad was a poet. And my mom was an artist. And this and that. And, you know, one day, because they were, they were, like, they were making too much of a difference, my mom came in my room when I was a little girl. And she told me to hide under the bed. And, like, the fucking cops came in there and took both my parents, right? And then I never saw my parents again. That's Natalie Portman's story. Her parents were taken away by by the fingermen, the cops, for protesting, right? You have a right to protest. Well, at least here in the States, you know, you have a right to protest, to stand up for something you don't agree with. Her parents were taken away for that. And she told that to V, and V's like, oh, so, you know, maybe, you know, me and your dad would have gotten along. We would agree with shit. So now she's in the dude's house. She's like, the dude's like, yo, watch, watch the show. It's going to be dope. So the night comes, and she's like, she's, Dude's uh, future London Jimmy Fallon, he's there with her, and Natalie Portman. They're watching the show together, and the show, you know how like Jimmy Fallon has like guest stars. It's like that. So say it's the High Chancellor, right? It was like an, a dude that looks just like him. The High Chancellor, he's in there, and they're like, "Yo, so have you caught the dude already? Have you caught V?" He's like, "Yeah, we caught him." But in the background, you see V running around and shit, and then like he's like hiding under the chairs. He like tying the High Chancellor's sh- shoelaces together, like making the the High Chancellor look like a fool. Pretty much that's what he's doing. So because he did that, you know, the Natalie Portman's like, bro, you're crazy. Like, they're going to kill you for this, dog. He's like, nah, fuck it. So the fucking, they go to sleep. And then the fucking dude, Jim, uh, future London Jimmy Fallon, he comes in. He's like, yo, you got to hide. You got to hide. They're coming. They, they're pissed off about the show. They're coming to get me. And the same thing happened. The same thing that happened to her parents is happening to him now. Like the fucking dudes come in, fucking like knocked his ass out, put a, put a black bag over his head. Gone. So Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman sees that, and she, like, fucking jumps out the window. And there's, like, a bunch of, like, cops and guards and shit. She jumps out the window, and she fucking 
she she tries to run like you know like the little fuck she climbs down the fucking house and f- tries to run and a fucking guard like grabs her knocks her ass out so now she's like in an interrogation room in the interrogation room there's a it's like a dude with an american accent so i'm guessing it's like an american like american somehow they have an american person there so they're like tell us where the terrorist is She's like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where he's at. He's like, Well, you were with him and you were helping him, so tell us where he is. He's like, I don't, I don't know where he's at. All right. He's like, All right. So they keep asking her like days and days, and then it shows V, and V, he's he's still going with his mission. So now he has to kill like this woman, right? She was like a nurse there, and he sneaks into her house. Well, she's like, she does, she has to do the autopsy. So the the the, the movie's focusing on her. She goes home, she goes to sleep, and she wakes up, and V's standing in the corner. And she's like, is that you? Yes. I always wondered when you'd come. And you know what's funny? I saw one of your roses, one of your roses today. He's like, yeah, well, I bought you this one, and this one this one was meant for you. And she's like, oh, thank you, well. You know, she's like, she's, just, she's really nice. And she's like, is it too late to apologize? Never. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what we did. Are you going to kill me? And he's like, I killed you 10 minutes ago. And he shows like a little syringe, a syringe needle. He's fucking poisoner or some shit. And he's like, is it going to hurt? And he's like, not at all. And fucking, she like fucking dies in her sleep. Real peaceful. And it's nice because you see that V, V's a man with an agenda. But he accepts her apology. I don't know why that. It stands out to me. He's like, she says, is it too late to apologize? And he says, never. If there's someone you should apologize to, don't think it's too late to apologize to him. You know what I mean? Anyway, so she dies in her sleep. V goes back, doing his thing. And then it shows Natalie Portman again. Natalie Portman is like wrapped in like a potato sack (laughs) type thing. They shave her head. She's getting like, Treated like shit in this little like prison, and every day they interrogate her, interrogate her, and they're torturing her. They're like waterboarding her and shit. Well, not waterboarding her. They're just like dunking her head in fucking like barrels of water, and they fucking keep doing that shit for like a long ass time, like months, I don't know, maybe weeks, months, right? And she's tired of it, and she's like sh- like shivering on the floor because there's nothing in her cell. There's like rats and shit, and she watches one of the rats go into the hole, like a fucking rat hole. And she noticed that there's like something, there's like something in the, the little rat hole. And she like pulls it out. And it's like this letter written like on a, like parchment paper, like almost toilet paper type thing. So she pulls, uh, she pulls it out and she starts reading it, right? And it's written by, I don't remember this chick's name, but it's written by the prisoner before her in the cell. And it starts off and it's like, my name is... Samantha, whatever, whatever. And I'm a prisoner here. And then she starts telling her story. And she says, when I was a little girl, I grew up in the city with my parents. And I went to school like a regular kid. And then that's when I realized, that's when I met her, right? She met her first girlfriend. And she realized she was gay, right? She was a lesbian. And she says, she's going on. It's like a really heartfelt letter. And she tells her story. She's like, and then I, I... I broke up with her, and then I had another girlfriend, and then if it wasn't for that girlfriend, I wouldn't have been able to come out to my parents, and my parents didn't accept me, and they they uh 
they disowned me, right? So I, I left with my girlfriend. And then I, I followed my, my heart. I wanted to be an actress. So I was an actress. And then I finally got, you know, I, I broke up with this girl. And I finally got a job. And I was acting. And I met this other chick. And me and this other chick, we fell in love. And we got married. And we moved to the country. Or no, we moved to the city. And the city, I grew roses, right? Scarlet roses. The fucking roses that V drops off all the fucking time. So I grew roses, and then the fucking government changed, and this and that, and then they heard about me and my girlfriend, and they fucking came, and they took us, the fingermen took us, and then they took them to the camp, where they do the, the pharmacy, the training, where they were like, tra- uh, when they were fucking testing on people, they took her there, and they were testing her, and she's like, she goes on how like fucking horrible, like all these people are like, new batches of people are coming in, and they're experimenting on them, and they're dying, and she says, I don't know how much longer I have, but... I may not know you. I may not ever get to meet you, hold you, hug you, or kiss you. But I love you. And she signs it, you know, goodbye, Samantha. And she hit, she hit it in the wall. And then Natalie Portman find it, found it. So Natalie Portman was, like, done, right? With all of the torturing and everything, she was done. But because she found the note, she, she reads it every day. And she's, like, she's more focused. And she, she can go, she can get through knowing that someone had it worse than her. Someone having to live their life in fear and hiding and, you know, being scared they could get taken away from somebody they love. Not unlike what's happening now in this government, right? So she sees this and she's stronger, right? She's stronger and she's fearless. And they they can torture her all day, every day, and she'll just come back, you know, come back stronger. Not a problem. All day, every day. By myself. So one day, the dude, the American, the dude in the accent, he's like, all right, today's the day. If you don't tell us where he is, we're going to shoot you behind the chemical shit. Where is he? And she says, I think I'd rather die behind the chemical sheds. And he's like, Do you, is that really how you feel? Is your last chance? Is that how you feel? Yeah. Shoot me behind the chemical sheds. I don't give a fuck. All right. Then I guess you're truly free. And he stands up and he walks out, right? And he goes, he goes and gets the, the other guys, right? So Natalie Portman's just sitting at the desk, waiting, waiting, waiting. Nobody comes back. So she stands up. And she goes to the edge of the door, and there's a guard standing at the end of the hallway. And so she dips back in. She looks back out, and the guard hasn't moved. She starts walking towards the guard. She walks up on the guard, and it's a mannequin dressed, dressed in, like, security guard clothes. Like, what the fuck? And then she walks through the door that she sees all the time. She walks through it. And she's back inside V's house. The shit that looks like a museum. And V comes out. He just like finished changing. He's like, hello. How are you? He's like, what's going on? And she's like, she's crying, right? She's like, that wasn't real? He's like, yeah. So you're telling me you tortured me and starved me and shaved my head and that wasn't real? Yes. Why would you do that? She's like, she's like mad as fuck, and she's like trying to, she's trying to hit him and shit, and she's like, he's just taking it, right? Like, he's like, why'd you do that? Not why'd you do that? I said because now you're stronger, and that's what you told me. Because when he told, when she told him about her mom and dad, she's like, I wish I was like them. I wish I was fearless. I wish nothing bothered me. You know what I mean? I wish I was free. I was really free, and that's why V did it. Because when she finally said, V says, you finally said, I'd rather die behind the chemical shed. That's when you're free. Now, 
nothing is ever going to bother you. You're strong now. And she's crying, but at the same time, you know, uh, V, he like he goes up to the roof and like it's raining and shit. And she fucking like she like goes into the rain and she like she does a scream like ah like she's really free you know what I mean. So she fucking she's free and she like she changes back over she changes into like her clothes and the fucking she's like all right well I guess I'm leaving. He's like all right that's fair you can I mean I understand you want to leave. He's like all right well here you go this was probably fake too and he hands her he says Natalie Portman hands V the letter that she found on the wall. He's like, nah, I didn't write that. She's like, what do you mean? He's like, come here, I want to show you something. So he fucking goes to like a part of the part of his house, right? That you haven't really seen before, and it's like uh, the whole little room is like just for the girl, Sarah, Samantha, whatever this, whatever this chick's name is, the one that wrote the letter. And she was real. There's like a poster from the movie that she was in because she was an actor, and there's like her, you know, everything about her, and there was like roses. And the reason he grew these roses, you find out, is because V was in the cell after her. And he found the letter in the wall, too. And because he found that letter, he was able to keep going. And he was stronger. So all the, everything that he's doing now, the fact that you're taken away from people you love because you're not allowed to love them. The reason, the way the government treats you because they decide that's right. He said, you know what? Tying with that party, fam. So he did something about it because everybody else forgot. Right. Everybody else does not want to stand up to their government because they're scared. He says. People shouldn't fear the government. The government should fear its people. And V's the only one that remembers that. So for Sarah or Samantha, whatever her name was, I'm sorry. He's doing this because it's the right thing to do. He's a stand up guy. He said, fuck it. If I'm going to stand alone, I'll stand alone. But if you feel how I feel, you'll stand with me. And then a lot of, you know, he's making a lot of sense to a lot of people. Maybe maybe this is the first time you hear it, but if it's making sense to you, maybe maybe it makes sense to somebody else, right? So Natalie Portman understands. So V, he's like, so are you going to help me with my plans? And she's like, nah, fam, I'm going to head out. I'm leaving. And he's like, you know what? If it's uh, I know I'm, I'm nowhere in no position to ask for anything, but if I could just see you one more time before the fifth, that'd be, that'd be really meaningful to me. You know what I mean? They low-key kind of love each other. And she's like, we'll see. She leaves, right? So V goes back on his plan. He's like, he's grinding, right? He has to complete this shit. So the the people, everyone in London, they're getting the packages, right? FedEx is, is, is you know, FedEx works all the time, FedEx. So they're fucking delivering these packages, right? And they're getting all these masks. Everybody gets a mask. And they're like, the government's mad as fuck. He's like, I want everyone wearing one of those masks detained and murdered and shit. Or whatever the fuck he says, right? So the fucking, his own people are tired of listening to this dude. So V, he goes and he talks to this dude who's like the second in command. His name is Creedy, right? He's in charge of all the cops. So he's like, yo, tell you what, man. I'll let you live and this and that, blah, blah, blah. If you bring me the high chancellor. I want him so I can kill him. And then I'm going to finish my plan and I'll let you go. You all right? So Creedy, Creedy, uh, like, he's hesitant, but he agrees. He's like, okay. So, what V's plan is, underneath Parliament, which is the building that represents the government, and the reason he's blowing up Parliament is because it's a symbol saying, fuck that. We ain't, no, man, I'm done with it. I'm not dealing with it. So, he says, as a symbol, it's going to start a reaction. 
right? I'm going to blow up this building. And then people are going to realize, yeah, we're not going to do this shit. We're not going to stand for this. And then these people are going to do this. People are going to stand up. This is going to change. This is going to change. And overall, the thing's going to get better. And the way they symbolize that is V, he's in his fucking museum mansion, and he's putting the dice together, right? One by one. Putting dice together. And while they're explaining that, yeah, it's a chain reaction, this and that, blah, blah, blah. The dice. He, he, he V hits the first dice, symbolizing he blows up parliament. And then the dice, the, what am I saying dice, bro? They're dominoes. Dominoes. He hits the first dominoes. Boom. Knocks it over. Domino effect, right? Boom, boom, boom. Symbolizing the fact that he's going to blow up parliament. This is going to change. This is going to change. This is going to change. And at the end, the dominoes that he knocked over form a V for Vendetta. Because he came back to get his. All right? So, there's subway tunnels underneath parliament. And un- and he has a f- one subway train full of, like, fucking dynamite. And it's explosives and shit. And all he has to do is hit a button. The train's going to go straight to under parliament. When it hits, it's going to blow up parliament. And everybody's going to be standing out there. Sim- you know, everybody's going to see it. So, he's in the subway tunnels. Well, he's about to get ready to go to the subway tunnels because he already killed all the people he had to kill. Now, it's, like, November 4th or whatever. No, it's, like, the, the night of November 5th. So he's going out, and he's getting ready, putting his mask on, his wig, and he hears music playing in his ma- in his museum. He's like, oh, shit. He goes over there, and it's Natalie Portman. And he's like, you know, I thought it'd be fit nice to see you one more time. So here I am. So they dance, and they fall in love, right? Psh, love story, G. So they dance, and they fall in love, and then he has to go, right? And she's like... He, he tells her, yo, it's the last time you're going to see me. I might not make it out of this. But just know I loved you, right? It, it was dope. So he goes. He goes to the subway tunnel. And the way it works is, like, he goes to the subway tunnel. He's going to meet up with Creedy, the dude he made a, pl- a deal with. He's going to have the high chancellor. He's going to kill him. And then Creedy's going to let him go. He's going to blow up parliament. So he goes down to the subway tunnels, right? And Creedy's there. But Creedy doesn't just have a high chancellor. He has, like, 15 dudes, right? And all dudes like dressed like SWAT, right? So they got fucking pistols, like handguns. So fucking dude's like, do you have the high chancellor? He's like, yeah, we got him right here. So he fucking, Creedy throws the high chancellor to the dude. And he's like, I will not stand for this, blah, blah, blah. Because if you think about it, he's just a man. Without his fucking security and all this and all this fucking shit, it, when it comes down to it, it's you, it's a man versus another man. Don't ever think you're untouchable. Never let, don't get soft, right? With power, you get soft. Don't let that shit happen. This is my, my advice to you. Don't get soft. We're all, no one is above an ass whooping. Anybody can die. We're all mortal, right? Don't get soft. So this dude talking mad shit because he's forgotten. He's just a fucking man because with all this power, right? And V comes up, slits his nigga throat, right? Fucking clean off. Almost cuts his dude's head off. Dead. High chancellor, dead. Never forget that. So then he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and blow up the thing. And Creedy's like, no, you're not. Because I don't give a fuck. And, like, I'm about to kill you right here, right now. I ain't like the high chancellor. That's why I made the deal. But now I have 15 dudes and we're all going to kill you. So V, so it's like, so picture this. Creedy and V are like, let's say, 20 yards away from each other. And then in between Creedy on the sides is like all between Creedy and V is like all Creedy's dudes, like SWAT team. And they're all pointing guns at him, at V. And he's like, So what do you what do you have there? He's like, We have we have bullets and all you have is your fancy karate and your knives. 
He's like, well, you have, you, you're hoping that I'm done, right? But he has an English accent, so it's smooth. He's like, what you have is bullets. And you're hoping by the end, and I, I feel that you're hoping that by the time you're done shooting those bullets at me, I'll be dead. But I promise you, you'll all be dead before you can reload. And Creedy's like, I'd like to see you try. Like, shoot him. So they, they start shooting at his ass, right? And V's just like taking all them shits, like taking all the fucking bullets to the chest, right? Boom, boom, boom. He's like knocking his ass back from like the momentum, right? Boom, boom. And then he's like, everybody's done. And he's still standing, right? He's like, he's stumbling a little bit. My turn, right? He says, my turn in English accent. And he pulls out these daggers. He starts throwing them at dudes, right? Boom, strong as fuck. He fucking throws daggers at niggas and they go flying back. And he's like running to him and like beating the fuck out of him, right? But like, it's like in slow motion, but he's moving so fast. You can see like the trace of his hands. So he's like, boom, boom, knocking everybody out. And in slow motion, you can see everybody else like, oh shit. So they hit the button and they drop the clip from the magazine. But before the fucking clip even falls, like even leaves his fucking pistol, that dude's dead, killed. And then the other dude drops his shit. He's out reaching for his his fucking new clip. Fucking dead. Stabbed in the stomach. Sliced his bitch open. And then fucking like Creedy's just looking around. Because he didn't even have no pistol out. Because he thought his boys were going to take care of it. So he's just like, oh shit. So everybody's like reaching for their shit. And one dude finally gets a, a fucking new clip in. And he has to like cock it back. But before he can even cock it back. Dude comes up. Cuts his fucking hands off. Boom, boom, boom. Everybody's dead except Creedy, right? And V's looking at him. And then fucking dude tried to pull out like a pistol. And fucking V's like, nah, bitch. So he like, I think he, I don't remember if he dodges the bullet. And fucking like dips real quick. Fucking throws a knife right at the bitch's chest, right? Fucking Creedy's dead. Everybody's dead. V's all wounded and shit. So he starts like, he's like breathing hard. He's like trying to make it to the fucking train, right? He's like, <sighs> so he's like fucking bleeding, bro. He's almost not going to make it. You're like, oh, fuck, bro. This dude's not making it. Because he did get shot like a lot just now. And he fucking exerted himself, and he's fighting on these dudes, and he's, he's trying to make it, right? So, fucking, he's walking to the fucking subway tunnel, he fucking falls to the ground. He's like, damn, I ain't gonna make it, man. This is it. But Evie comes out of nowhere, she's like, don't worry, V, I got you, I got you. So he's like, oh, thank you. But V's like, yo, I'm not gonna, I need you to finish. I'm not gonna be able to, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I can't push the button. He's like, no, no, you can't, you can't die, you can't die. He's like, no, no, you know, as long as, uh, just push the button and, like, my fucking, my fucking plan will still work. Like, it's all right if I'm not here. The thing is, like, I was an idea. I was the symbol. I was the push that we needed. And now the people is going to take care of it from here. And he's fucking dying, right? And Natalie Portman's, like, sad. He's like, no, no, please, V. I love you. And he's like, oh, I love you, too. Done. And he, V dies. Fucking Natalie Portman, she lays him like on a bed of roses of scarlet, scarlet roses that he has, right? And he puts him on the train next to all the dynamite. So fucking Natalie Portman goes over there, and like right when she's about to push the button, the fucking the old detective comes through, and the old detective's like, "What? What happened? Who? What, what's going on?" He's like, "He's not gonna make it." So she pushes the button, and the fucking the doors close to the subway. And the fucking subway takes off, right? And at this point, like, since, like the high chancellor was supposed to be in charge of, like, talking to everybody. Like, all the people that supported V, they're wearing his mask and they're walking to parliament. And they're like, yo, sir, what do we do? Everybody's coming over here. What do we do? And, like, since he's not responding because V killed him, they're like, stand down, stand down. So all these people get passed. And now they're all standing in front of parliament. Just like V planned. 
So V, like you know, he's dead. He's on a train. The fucking train goes, boom, hits his mark, blows up. Parliament blows up, and everybody's like, "Yeah, fuck the government." So there's a, now they're like, "It's true. This dude did it. He was really about it. He he set us free. We don't have to live in fear anymore. We don't have to control what we say, what we think, what we do." And you know what I mean? This dude really did it. And Natalie Portman's crying because, yeah, they're free. But she lost this dude. This dude, he, he, she really loved this dude. Who this dude was. And at the end of the movie, you love this guy too. Because you know what? This, this dude is who we really are inside. And the detective asked Natalie Portman, who was he? And she says, he was my mom. He was my dad. He was me, he was you, and he was all of us. He was inside of all of us. And we needed him to remind us what the fuck that was. And it's very symbolic. So fucking sad when the the main character dies, but it's such a good movie. It symbolizes something. So if you feel as I feel, and you, you think as I think, Watch this movie. This movie was dope. Man, V's one of my favorite characters. And I remember when I first watched this movie, I was like, oh, man, I want to see his face. But when later on, you're like, you know what? I'm glad they don't show his face. Because, you know, it's like a little something you'll, you'll always carry. You know what I mean? A little mystery. <sighs> Such a good movie. I definitely recommend it. Top three. So, I'm trying to build something here, right? With this podcast. With the Dr. Devil Barbershop name. And one of the things I'm building is like. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. With the rules and stuff like here. So what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to make a brand right. A clothes brand. It's going to be dope. It's going to be. You know what I mean. Nothing too vulgar. But you know. I'm, I'm telling people. I, I ain't messing around with this stuff. The name of the brand is Wapots. W-A-P-O-T-S. And that's an acronym for. We ain't part of the system. Nah, I'm not with that party, fam. You know what I mean? So let me be the radio revolutionary that stands out. Right? Maybe you feel, you agree with me. Maybe you don't, and that's fine. Because you're allowed to think whatever you want. And have your own opinions and stuff. So I'm going to keep trying to build. I'm going to keep making episodes because I know I was slacking. But trust me, I'm back. Non-stop. I know I procrastinate. I'm gonna work on it later. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that. All right. I'm ambitious, you know, but I procrastinate. But we'll get there. We're gonna get it. We're gonna figure it out. This is Doctor Devil Barbershop. I hope y'all had fun. Hope you're drinking plenty of water. Hope your your family's safe. I know it's hot out there. Be cool. And till next time. All right. I hope you have fun on your journey. I hope you find what you're looking for, and I hope you're happy. All right. Well, Pots, out.